What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 489th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. With me is Greg. I'm back again. I know you missed me. Not a day off. It's been so long that, you, that you've heard my wonderful voice and my sweet opinions. And opinions we had. <laughs> and to bring in even more opinions, Will is here. I have no opinions. You do too. <laughs> you are nothing but opinions. If opinions oh. took human form, it'd be you. Wow. Wow. I'm so non-judgy. <laughs> so we just finished a nine-part series for the Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Uh, those episodes are now out on whatever uh, platform you're using to listen to this episode right now. Except for YouTube. They're not on YouTube. So I guess if you're listening to YouTube, um, they're not on YouTube. There no. was no video to them. There's video to this. And so each episode was the gym. So that's eight gyms. Spoiler that there's eight gyms in the game. And then the last episode was the Elite Four and Final Thoughts, uh, which came out Sunday, a.k.a. yesterday, if you're listening to this on Monday. With that being said, those are all spoilery. They talk about the gym, the gym leaders, the spoilery for a 15-year-old game, and then, like, our thoughts on that. So we're not going to spend today's episode talking about that stuff. So if you're still working through Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, you don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. Uh, we may talk about the underground, just because we have a news article related to the underground. Um, but I don't think that's too spoilery, because you get the underground. There's like an the underground. You can get it real, real yeah, early yeah, in the like gym. Yeah, the, the second gym. So That was in the previews also. Yeah, so that's kind of the the game plan for today. We're just going to focus on Pokemon news, and then probably next week, maybe we'll go a little bit more in depth with more Diamond and Pearl stuff, since the game's been out for over a week now, so how time works is it'll be two weeks next week. <laughs> Let's start off with the real exciting news that no one really is excited for, or if they were, they planned it on the same day a new game came out, Decidueye. Is now in Pokemon Unite. Yep. And that's about all that people care. Yep. That's. The <laughs> is it broken? Is it overpowered? Is it. Uh, it's, it's hard, hard to, to say. No Do you playing. get to start as a Rowlet? Unite. You start as a Rowlet and go up. But okay. Unite is Unite is broken for a lot of people and no longer fun to play. I don't know if it's broken for a lot of people. I think they did fix Greedent. Maybe. I mean, I'm even not, I, anybody I know who's a hardcore Unite player is like, nah, <laughs> I'm not playing right now. Yeah. I mean, part of the problem is Diamond and Pearl just came out. Other part of the problem is Greed It ruined the game for a lot of people. Yep. And for whatever reason, the wanting to release Decidueye the same day as these brand new games just seemed... Like, I understand. We've said this before. Not everyone plays Unite. Not everyone plays the TCG. Not everyone plays Pokemon Go. Not everyone plays Diamond and Pearl. Main series games, whatever you want to call them. Still think putting that all in the same weekend is not a good choice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just a lot on one weekend. And leading into uh, how broken unite was leading into this release i was like i really like decidueye but there's no way i'm going back to that game right now like i may later when when things have maybe calmed down and things aren't so horribly broken and everybody that i enjoyed playing with is like i don't want to play that game right now we had community day this weekend too 
That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we had community day that that what was it, the twenty first? Yep. Yeah. Sunday. I got a bunch of shanks at the mall. Without getting waffles. <sighs> yeah, there I, was I the feel EV like there thing has to be, in Sword and Shield. <laughs> I don't I don't know what Unite has to do to get people excited or to bring people back. I don't know if that's like a big update or a new map or to just flip out Zapdos for Articuno or give um, a I bunch think... of login gems. I don't know what the... I mean, I think they're fighting an uphill battle of a lot of people who really like playing the game got so turned off of it that they aren't even talking about it anymore. And so if you know people aren't enjoying it or when you talk to these people who were excited about it and their first words are oh it's so broken i like they have to do something to change the perception that the game is bad yeah it may be too late right because part of the problem is it's not a unique game style so if you're playing because you like that game style you're going to play one of the more mature yeah types of that and if you're playing because it was like hey it's pokemon and then you find out it's broken, which like right. That's what turns off a lot of pe- turns people off of VGC. Is hey, you have to use the same. Everybody's using the same six Pokemon. It's not. I get to use the fun Pokemon I want. So if right. unites the same way, where it's you've got to use Greedent, then I'm not. I, that's not the game yeah. I'm going to play. <laughs> gonna like you have to use Lucario. You had to use Greedent. Yeah, I you had um, to play it a very specific way. I I was invited to Twitch Rivals. We talked about Twitch Rivals before for Pogo. Twitch Rivals reached out to me for Unite. And so they picked, I think there's 20 streamers. I'm one of the 20. And the they picked some really, really great players. And then they picked some popular streamers. And then they picked some, then they picked me. So I'm not really good or I'm not popular. So I don't know how I got picked. But they picked me. And then they delayed it. So it was actually supposed to happen last week. Now, it's, I think it happens on December 2nd. Uh, and there's like twenty thousand dollars in prize money. You know, if you if you if you win, that twenty thousand dollars gets split up. You know, second place gets less money. You, that's how tournaments work. And one of the other people in the tournament, they came into my Twitch chat. They they were asking me questions about like like Unite. They were because they were also a Unite player. They were like, Hey, did you like have you recently played since Decidueye? And I was like, Oh, I haven't played since Greedent. And they were like, you're not going to practice for the tournament? And I was like, well, first off, the tournament is on mobile. I've never played on mobile. Secondly, they picked the five best players in the world on the leaderboard for season one. I know I can't beat them. I'm hoping one or two are on my team, of course, because if they put all five on his team, well, why even bother playing at that point? Right. I was like, I'm just going to go in with Cramorant and I'm going to have fun. Because that's why that's why this whole thing exists. Like they're taking good players, they're taking really good players, and they're taking other players, and they're mixing them together. And it's supposed to be like a four-hour thing on the front page of Twitch, and it's supposed to be fun. And the the thing they said was, "Well, Cramorant's not meta." I don't care. <laughs> like <laughs> exactly, I, that's what yeah. they're not getting. I have six hundred games in Cramorant. No, like maybe four games in Zero Aura. Like. Even what, what what am I supposed to do? Suddenly learn how to play this game on mobile with a character that I don't really care to play to like try to even come close 
to these people playing at such a high level. If I've learned anything from Twitch Rivals, like I won almost every single, I I lost one of my matches. I won every single one of my matches in Twitch Rivals for Pokemon Go, and my team came in last. Why? Because it's a team-based game. I can't control their RNG. I can control how they performed or played. I did my part. <laughs> and our team still came in last. Like I I was like one of two people that only lost one match that entire time. So I I don't think that Twitch Rivals is going to suddenly increase the excitement for Pokémon Unite. But you don't know. I just I just want to go in, have fun with Cramorant, hopefully win some money, and then, you know, wait patiently for People to get a little bit bored with Diamond and Pearl, and then for Unite to do something exciting. I don't know if that second part is going to happen. I think it's I think it's very common for people to be like, "All right, play this game for two weeks. What's new? Somewhere else." I don't know if it's I don't know if Unite's going to be like, "Hey, we got something big. Come on back to the game." I don't know what that looks like, but I think they I mean, need to do something. You better win because I'm really counting on that Christmas bonus this year. Yeah, yeah, got it. Fire it up. Make sure that we are covered on the Christmas list. This is off Twitter. Uh, <laughs> most reliable news sources. Uh, Converse and Pokemon collection. A variety of clothing of uh, youth and adult shoes will be available starting globally on December 10th at Converse.com. Um, and then in the picture, it shows a pair of black. What are they called? Chucks? Chuck Taylors. Chuck Taylors. Maybe they're not I Chuck Taylor's because his name's not on it. Uh, but they have a pair of black with a Squirtle, Charmander, Bulbasaur, Pikachu, and then they have a white pair with a Pokeball, and then it has the starters again. But Jigglypuff, Plus Meowth. Meowth. The favorite starters, Jigglypuff and Meowth. Um, no prices. I think if you go to Converse.com, they're not even on the website yet. They're doing their Black Friday deals anyways. I mean... Let's be real, like a regular, plain old pair of Chuck Taylors starts at 75 bucks. 75, I think 50. Nah. Are there two kind of Chuck Taylors? There is the 50 kind, and then there's the 75, and they're well, like... Well, there's the, the high tops and then the regular. Yeah, we're talking high tops, because that's, that's what people want. What? Yeah. I, wanted, I wanted high top Chuck Taylors. So bad in high school because they matched my chain wallet. Why did you buy all those Supras when you could have had? I had the yeah. Chucks. I had Chucks when I was in high school. Wow. Were you lifting? Because those are good lifting shoes. They are good lifting shoes. What? For yeah, clacking and Chuck, banging. Chuck, Chuck Taylor's. Taylor's? Chuck, oh, yeah. Because yeah, so, you want yeah. that flat. You want the flat, flat foot. Yeah. So you don't want, you don't want an arch for walking or running because it will push your body forward so you put a lot of stress on the front of your foot yep. so chuck taylor's are popular in bodybuilding because they are completely flat sole so i mean real clangers still, and bangers like me yeah. we take our shoes off at the gym but I, if you ain't I, at that level yet i am so terrified <laughs> of dropping something on my foot i don't even chuck is gonna protect you it's good uh, it's it, still better than nothing still better than nothing uh yeah, so the cheapest Chuck Taylor all stars I can find on their website right now is sixty. Yeah, that's what I think I had the the high top all stars, black. So of course, Pokemon Tax is going to ratchet that up to the hundred hundred and ten dollar range. But you, you know you don't, this to be true. You can you had to have the Super as well to skate. You had the Chucks to look good. What? I skate S. 
No Supras. They don't make Supras anymore. <laughs> Who does Supra even sponsor? No okay. one. They went out of business at the start of the pandemic. The custom NBA City Edition Los Angeles Lakers are $115. I imagine the Pokemon ones will be the same price. Dang. Yeah, I imagine they will also be sca- uh, sold out and sculpted. Why you gotta be so negative? Well, um, <laughs> it's the theme of the Pokemon <laughs> 25th anniversary, honestly. Uh, was that this year? That is huh. this year. That is this, that is this year. <laughs> was that? I don't... Wow, it seems like there should have been something big. Hmm. There was a music album. And Unite. And big Diamond and Pearl. That yeah. music album is not very good. And Pokemon Snap. I actually thought the music album was pretty all right. Yeah, but I think we've already no. determined that you have the worst taste in music out of the three of us. The Jay Baldwin mm-hmm. song is yeah. is pretty good. Three people I mean, on that album got the assignment yeah, that it should yes. be related to Pokemon. Everybody else is like, this is a track that's not good enough to go on any of my main albums. We're going to toss it to this one. If one song on an album could make an album great, Tears for Fears would still be making albums. Correct. <laughs> I hate <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I, I know that's I why know. I said it. But I, <laughs> I know what it means. I do know that Pokemon Center has a 47 inch Lucario, yeah, for $420. I want my little, uh, like I don't like Ricardo. I can't even, I can't even pretend that I want it because I don't like Lucario enough for that kind of money. Spending time at home is always more fun when you have a Pokemon friend by your side. This True. Jumbo Lucario plush is the same height listed in the Pokedex. It has bendable arms to create lifelike poses, including a battle-ready stance and friendly wave. You can even have it hold towels while you do the dishes. I feel like this whole doing the dishes picture is false advertising because it looks like Lucario is doing something to help. And it's just going to be standing there, people. Yeah. From its pointy ears to its little cute paw pads, this plush is big on both attention to detail and personality. Includes Jumbo Lucario plush. Measures 46 inches tall, 17 inches wide, 9 inches long. Based on Lucario's height listed in the official Pokedex. Bendable arms lets you create custom poses. Soft fabric and embroidered details. Pokemon Center original. Is you could probably get a dishwasher for like four hundred bucks, right? Especially on Black Friday. Uh, Not a good as I said before, Black Friday deals aren't good. It's the stock they want to get rid of. Correct. There are no good deals. So yeah, you could probably get a dishwasher on Black Friday. What's a dishwasher break cost? Six hundred? Seven hundred? Uh, well, it's hard to tell right now because of all yeah. the shortages and shippings and blah blah. Warner Everything is more Stallion. expensive than it should be. Come on, Google. Good old Washer. Warner Stillion. There you go. Warner Stillion. What are we looking for? Dishwashers? Yeah. Dishwasher. Why don't you just go to Best Buy? Because they aren't trustworthy. Uh, you can get a dishwasher currently on sale for $359.96. There you go. Why would you get this Lucario to help you do dishes when you could get an actual dishwasher? Because you have to install that dishwasher. Yeah, and sometimes you want to (laughs) handcrafted your dishes. Yeah. And the dishwasher isn't going to lie in bed to you with you at night and be your your security pal. 
Because you know Lucario has that aura warning system, so if anybody breaks into your house, Lucario will be on it like that. That's true. There's a TikTok so, trend going around right now where people are like, what would you do? What weapons would you have if somebody broke into your house? I should buy the Lucario. You should buy it and then the do put the it on trend. There. Viral video right there. And then make the, the $419 back through TikTok ad money, yeah. which I not even signed up for. You make $0 from TikTok ads, so sure. Lucario is a Pokemon, that's for sure. Lucario is a very popular Pokemon among certain people who like Lucario. Lucario fans do enjoy Lucario. That is a sentence, in, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is, that is a heck of a sentence. This has I been proven multiple times. I still want this Galarian Ponyta beanie. Uh, let's knock out the uh, Pokemon I'm Go I'm making news. that for you right now, Greg. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> Don't buy it. I'm, I'm knitting it up for you. All right. I'll see that in 2025. It's a beanie. It's not that hard well, I don't know how long it takes. All my friends who knit are like, I started this project in 1980 and I just finished it. Well. <laughs> There's no disagreement there. Let's do Pokemon Go news before the break. December Community Day features familiar faces. I am so excited. I get to get more ro- shiny roses. This True. year's final Community Day will be held on Saturday, December 18th and Sunday, December 19th. Throughout the event, Pokemon featured in community events throughout 2021 will be appearing more frequently in the wild, while Pokemon featured in community throughout 2022 will be hatching in eggs and appearing in raids. So it's a great time for you to catch Pokemon featured in community events you Wait, have missed. Um, on December 18th. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You said Pokemon featured in communities in 2022. They're previewing? No, sorry. I said tw- 2020. Oh, my mistake. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> so I was like, wait, they're going to preview what's happening in 2020. Hey, that would actually be pretty I mean, all ex- right. That'd honestly. be very cool. I'd be out there hitting every raid, hitting every egg. I'm like, what's coming? So the bonuses for both community days are incense will last three hours, lure mo- modules will last three hours, half egg distance, double the, the XP, double the stardust, double mint gum. Uh, from fr- on Friday through Sunday, there will also be two additional bonuses. You will get twenty five percent the reduced Stardust cost for trades, and you will get one extra special trade a day. They will also be increasing the storage. Your Pokemon storage expansion can go from five thousand to five thousand five hundred, and your item bag expansion can go from four thousand to four thousand five hundred. Uh, on Saturday, December 18th, you will be seeing Machop, Roselia, Swablu, Gibble, Snivy, and Fletchling in the wild. And then on Sunday, you will see Eevee, Duskull, Shinx, Tepig, and Oshawott in the wild. Uh, I know eggs, which day I'm doing. 2K eggs will be Charmander, Weedle, Abra, Ghastly, Rhyhorn, Magikarp, Porygon, Elekid, Magby, Dot, Bidoo, and Piplup. So is, eggs are actually cool because they're not doing Roselia, Electabuzz, or Magmar. They're doing the babies. Mm. Mm-hmm. And people think people like those baby Pokemon. They're cute. In raids, you're gonna get Charmander, Weedle, Abra, Ghastly, Rhyhorn, Electabuzz, Magmar, Magikarp, Porygon, C Dot, and Piplup. And then there will be exclusive moves for Charizard, Beedrill, Alakazam, Machamp, uh, Gengar, Gyarados. All of the Eevees, Shiftery, that's a Pokemon, Altaria, mm-hmm. Empoleon, Luxray, Rose Raid, Garchomp, Rhyperior, Electivire, Magmortar, 
more EVs, Porygon Z, Dust Noir, Superior, Embor, Samurott, and then Talonflame. There will be a special research for $1 trainers. It's too much. Uh, they don't say what it is. <laughs> it's going to be catch a bunch of Pokemon. Transfer get one a of the bunch Pokemons. of Pokemon. Power up a bunch of Pokemon. Evolve a bunch of Pokemon. But you get the delightful story. Uh, there will be timed research, although it doesn't say which Pokemon they'll be. And there will be field research to earn Mega Candy for Charizard, Beedrill, Gengar, Gyarados, and Altaria. There will also be the Scam Bundle for 1,200 Pokemon for Pokecoins with 50 Ultra Balls, 6 Star Pieces, an Elite Fast TM, and an Elite Charge TM. Saturday at the mall. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And Sunday. Go catch more Rosalie. I don't care about Sunday. Nothing in there that I want. Season 10 is about to kick off here in Pokemon Go. It will start Monday, November 29th. End of, Cena's, end of season rewards will be available. Your, battle, your Go Battle League will reset. Your rank up requirements will remain the same. Oh, season 10 of Pokemon Go Battle League. Yeah. yeah. Not just generic Pokemon Go, like you said, and confused the heck out of me. <laughs> I'm like, there are seasons in Pokemon Go? So November 29th through December 13th will be Great League. December 13th through the 27th League. 27th will be Ultra League. And the Holiday Cup will appear on the 16th. The 27th through January 10th will be Master League. And Holiday League will end on December 31st. January 10th through January 24th will be Great League plus the Sinnoh Cup. And then Ultra League will reset. And then Master League will reset, and then Love Cup will be introduced on February 7th. And then February, the end of February, we'll have all three cups, including something called the Johto Cup. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Copyright. They have changed the Great League encounters here, so if you get a rank 1, you can get a Pyroar. Rank 6, you get a Mainfu. Um, veteran rank, you get Noibat. Expert rank, you get Dino. And then Legend Rank, you get Pikachu Libre. And this outfit this time around will be Lysander's outfit. So at Ooh. Ace Rank, you will get Lysander's gloves. Veteran Rank, Lysander's shoes. Expert Rank, Lysander's pants. And Legend Rank, Lysander's jacket and pose. Yeah, if you want my stuff, just ask. I got a, I got a lot of stuff in my house that you can have. True. I don't love Lysander, but his outfit is pretty cool. Well, as long as you don't have to have his hair, that's yeah. the that's the. I mean, that, that's for point. the that's for the true hardcore people, though. You find that hairstyle. So what if like, <laughs> what if you only get to Ace Rank and you're just like, well, I got pretty standard looking gloves. Well, it's, I'm glad they started with the gloves because imagine they started with the pants and you didn't get anything else, and you're just like, "Oh, I got these red pants." No, well, they're black. they're leather they're pants. Black. They're, they're black, black leather. leather pants. His undershirt is stop red. wearing red. He's the he only made one everybody wearing black. else red. He wears black. <sighs> he made everybody else in Team Flare wear red. I want the red stuff. I yeah, I agree. The last bit of Pokemon Go news is the season of mischief concluding. Uh, I'm slightly annoyed about this, even though, like, they weren't super clear, and then they were kind of like, hey, if you don't finish this, you gotta pay us money. Yes. Also, if you do finish it, you can pay them money to get more. Yeah. So, if you don't know how this works, 
uh, strap on in. Trainers, well, so you'll be able to access the special research story by completing the season-long Misunderstood Mischief special research story. Please note, trainers still have the opportunity to make progress on the special story until the end of the season, which is Wednesday, December 1st, local time, to gain access to Mischief Unbound special research. If you can cannot complete the Misunderstood Mischief special research story, you can pick up a ticket for the Mischief Unbound special research in the shop for $4.99. Tickets cannot be purchased with coins. Tickets to the special research are non-refundable. Ticket for the Mischief Unbound research will be available at the end of the season on December 1st at 10 a.m. In order to progress through the Mischief Unbound special research story, you need to obtain Hoopa from the Misunderstood Mischief special research. Trainers who earned Mischief Unbound special research will also be able to purchase a ticket to complete it twice to earn double rewards and additional Hoopa candy. So because I didn't get to step 11 of 16 until after the Halloween event, I have been stuck on catch 30 ghost type Ugh. and catch 30 dark type. And right now this... in my house, I have three Oshawats and an Oddish. You, you realize. Don't yesterday. say it because I was heck bent that I was going to do the spotlight hour at noon yesterday. And there was a car crash in front of my house oh. that was like the weirdest and yet also most disastrous car crash. And it made me completely forget that I could have been getting them Sableyes, which yeah, are dark like, and ghosts. Covered both. I completed that yesterday during the Sableye event. I'm now so I have to upset. do all this Team Rocket stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is never going to happen. Petition Niantic to, to have a redo on the Sableye Spotlight Hour because that car crash got me real <laughs> that's out of sad sorts. that would have been a bad car crash <sighs> i did complete it yesterday with sableye spotlight hour yesterday at noon but now the new thing is hey guess what you have to do team rocket stuff and i'm like well well that's out the window i would rather pay five dollars to never do team rocket again <laughs> i'll tell you that much and here's the thing i don't care about hoopa unbound I I am level forty seven or something in Pogo. There's a at one point maybe forty four. You have to do like a hundred rocket battles and fifty yeah. liters, which is more than a hundred rocket battles. And then you have to do something else with rocket. I never want to do rocket stuff again. <laughs> I just no. I would rather yeah. do go battle league for the rest of my life than to do another twenty rocket battles. They're not fun. They're they're not. <laughs> I forgot all Here's about Sableye Spotlight Hour, but like, yeah. Why save say uh, they? I am sh- Sableye. The Sableye Spotlight Hour exists because they knew people were going to get stuck on the catch the thirty and catch the yeah. the the thirty dark and the thirty ghost if they didn't get to that step until after Halloween. So why wait three days before the reset? Because now you're, I don't know what comes after the rocket stuff, but rocket stuff is also time consuming. You have to like leave yeah. and find them and do it. It's not like, why why save it to last minute? Why was this not understood? Pokemon Go players. Why would they? That's... Why would? They, why was this not a week before Diamond and Pearl? Because again, now Diamond and Pearl is out. And people want to play that. Yeah. 
I'm surprised because I actually was kind of expecting you to do the Sableye Spotlight Hour as part of your stream, like just like at noon. Yeah, I should have pulled it up in. for a little bit because I did that with Shinx and it was pretty easy to do both. But like that's like, again, then, then we would have gotten to like Rocket and it's like it's, it's yeah, bad timing on my great. part. I just moved here. I haven't even lived in this house for a month and I'm just like, this is my first weekend. I feel like I'm able to like maybe take a little bit of time and just relax. And it's like, do I want to go outside in 21 degrees weather to find Rocket, or do I want to, like, hang my well, Greg, TV on Greg a wall? Greg and I know where all the, the yeah. Team Rocket folks hang out, and they're yeah, downtime. So oh, you okay. stick it in one place, and you just get them all. But it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a spooky part of town, so be prepared to rumble. <sighs> How rude to call North Minneapolis a spooky <laughs> part of town. Wow. I wasn't referring to North Minneapolis. <laughs> oh. Uh, There's this area around this house in Richfield that's real. <laughs> you got that right. Ooh. It just spontaneously generates car accidents. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a listing of what all the special research are somewhere? There's got to be, right? Yeah, there's websites that post it all. I'm sure Silk Road has yeah. everything. Are you going to try to finish it? No, nah, I'm just curious what comes after the Team Rocket. There's no way I am going out to search... For Team Rocket. There's no there's no part of my brain that says do this. I mean, I realize I'm on step 15 of 16, but it's five go rocket grunts, then a team leader, and then the boss, which is like six too many. And technically, because then I think that's 15 out of 16, and then I would be done, and I would be able to get the thing. But the thought of going out into the world today to try to find Team Rocket people enough that I can complete this makes me internally sad. <laughs> yeah, the problem is that, you know, I, with the timing, you were supposed to hit that around uh, when they were having the Diwali celebrations right. and they were having the, like, the Team Rocket takeover couple of weeks ago yeah it didn't happen and it's not gonna happen now and here's the thing i look at it I'm like well it's only five and then i'd be like well the one that i do will be so bad that i'm like there's no there's no possible way i want to continue so doing the this. the hoopa quest though is in the i think what throws me off is they they put the hoopa quest in the special research and those are permanent so yeah. Yep. So some point, like like the mis understood mischief isn't going to disappear. I'll still be able to finish it. What if they delete yeah. it? What if they reach? If into they delete your it. That would be the first out. time they would delete something in special. No, I'm, All right. I'm well aware. So event <laughs> team rocket balloon just appeared above my. You battle that team rocket grunt right now. I'm going to do it right now. So Let's eventually, I will is. finish it. But what they're saying is, if it's not done before the first. Then you have to. You don't get the hoopa, yeah. You do, you have to pay to unlock the other one, yeah. yeah. Which I think is kind of bad, bogus. Yeah, it's a bogus way to have run when all of the other ones were like, "Hey, complete this when you can, and you'd still unlock it." This one, like, nope. Like, why? It's mischief. Eh, mischief means money. It's still it's along the same way as uh, Pokemon Go Day for 2020, where I like didn't log in, so I don't. I didn't get that adventure yeah i mean was that was also bogus word of the show bogus i'm bogus i'm still tapping i'm, 
I'm taking him down. Yeah, take him down. I'm still on search for Zarud. What do I got to do? Take three snapshots of wild, flying Pokemon. Well, I'll do that eventually. Oh, yeah. I'm supposed to have been taking pictures of ground type, wild ground type Pokemon. Can I get a wild ground type Pokemon to show up at my house? Nope. All I got is Baneeries and. Uh, I, I got a Tangela popping up right now. That's not a ground type. I got a Slack is on the ground. What's that nosy dude? Nosepass? Uh, Nosepass? No. <laughs> the Probopass? one that smells a lot. Rubbish. No. Like perfume. Aromatease. Spritzy? Spritzy. All got right. a lot of them hanging out. Let's take a break. When we come back, we got some more Pokemon news, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. And we are back from our break. There is, uh, I'm going to talk about a little bit of Diamond and Pearl stuff here, uh, specifically the Grand Underground. If you go to diamondpearl.pokemon.com, uh, there's a like trainer guide that they have up here. Um, and so we're going to go through the first part of the trainer guide. The second part, which is Super Contest, comes out on November 29th. And then Completing the Pokedex comes out on December 3rd. Why I think these trainer guides are important is because this is when they started talking about um, like shiny hunting and things that are exclusive to the games. So at least the Pokemon Company International, which would be what we read from on a weekly basis, Pokemon.com, <laughs> not to be confused with the Pokemon Company, which is in Japan. The first time they really mentioned shiny hunting um, on Pokemon.com from from a game from a main series game perspective was back in Ultra Sun Ultra Moon, where they they explained SOS and how you can get good IVs in SOS and how that can lead to finding shiny Pokemon. And then they did this again with Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. I'm pretty sure the title of that article was Keep, Keep That Catch Combo Going. Talked about how to get candy, how to make it easier to catch Pokemon, how shiny Pokemon would appear. And then they did it again for Sword and Shield. This is what we've been talking about prior to Diamond and Pearl, where I believe the title of that article was Finding Brilliant Pokemon Leads to Something, or <laughs> something about Brilliant Pokemon in the Wild Area. And that article also talked about shiny hunting. Um, and then that article was the big point of debate of, well, this doesn't line up with Cerebee. And then we found out that Cerebi was wrong for two years and that that article was actually correct. It just was very vague in a specific spot, which was specifically this applies to brilliant Pokemon, not all Pokemon. But now in retrospect, when you read it, you're like, yeah, that that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So I would assume that there's going to be something coming out for Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. We'll wait on that. 
Uh, they did release a trainer guide for the underground. Uh, you can explore. You can start exploring the grand underground when you reach Eterna City. Simply speak to the underground man. Wow, what a name! At his home next door in Eterna. He didn't give himself that name. People started calling <laughs> him that because he it, was the first person to dig out the underground. Yeah. Uh, Eterna is so the 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 building is the one next to Eterna's Pokemon Center. You will get the Explorer Kit. He will offer you four short missions. After you complete each task, you can revisit the Underground Man to receive your next request plus your reward for a job well done. Um, So the missions are use the Explorer Kit, dig up an object, make a secret base, and decorate your secret base. And we're 25 years into the series and they're still not like a... Actual checklist for these, like, side quests they have you do. Nope. Just remember. There's many tunnels, caves, and caverns. They're divided into seven zones. When you first use the Explorer Kit in Eterna City, you you will arrive in the sprawling section of the ground. The Grand Underground comprised of two connecting parts, the Eastern Zone and the Western Zone, stretching both sides of Sinnoh. These zones contain... No fewer than 26 hideaways, spanning nine terrains, along with three vendors who will happily exchange spheres or useful items you've collected. While varied, the eastern and western zones caverns do not include every type of terrain, so there is limits to what you can find. To see everything in the ground underground, you have to find a way into the central zone, the northwestern zone, the northeastern zone, the south... Western zone, they named these very well. The southeastern zone. To reach a specific zone, you'll have to use the Explorer Kit from different areas of the Sinnoh region's surface. Many of these zones are only accessible from a specific location. And there's actually a little guide right here. If you want eastern or western zones, you can do Eterna City, Hearthome City, Veilstone. If you want the central zone, that is specifically Celestown. If you want the northwestern zone, that is Snowpoint or Full Moon Island. You want the northeastern zone, that is the battle zone. You want the southwestern zone, that is Twinleaf, Jubilife, Canelov. Um, and then if you want the southeastern zone, that is Sunny Shore. Okay, before we break down the zones here, how... Will, did you even make it to the underground? Excuse me. <laughs> yes. I just told you the whole story of the underground man. Of course, I made it there, if I know his story. I have not been able to use the radar successfully, so... What do you mean? You just hit the R button. It's He said there's supposed to be something yellow that lights up. Yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing yellow lit up, nothing. You see it on your map. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I have walked around, I walked around, I walked around... I got no yellows. No, you got to look at your map for the yellow, and then when you see it, you use the radar, and then it pings it. Yeah. I I don't see any yellow anywhere. No. I did catch a very special Pokemon while I was walking around down there. No. How are you going to get a Larvesta in (laughs) Sinnoh? Import Safari Zone? None of this. Stop with your foolishness. No. But I did walk into one of those rooms where all the Pokemons were walking around, and I was like, oh, I want one of those. And I got it. No spoilers. I'm not going to say who was down there Jeez. hanging out down. Greg, give me your hot take on the underground. Uh, okay, so first, I, I forgot 
the the free lucky egg is in the northwestern zone, not the central zone. Two, I mostly like it. It here's the thing: mostly though. like it. Uh, put that on the uh, back of the box. Yeah, I Pokemon mostly like Diamond it. and Pearl, Greg Leatherman, mostly like mostly it. Mostly likes it. Hey, here's the thing: because of the underground, I completely forgot the ironworks are in this game <laughs> because. The stuff you'd find in Fuego Ironworks are all in the underground. So when I came across the Ironworks, I was like, oh, right. That's the thing in this game. It is. There's a hidden Ironworks that had flamethrower in it or something. Spaced and, uh, it. You get Riley over there. No, that's Iron Island. Oh, yeah. Oh, Fuego Ironworks Fuego. is behind. Yeah. Is, bo- is down a river. From the power plant. Forgot all about it. Oh, that, see, that, I'm not supposed to talk about stuff, but man, I love that you have to keep going back. <laughs> I love that. Love it. Overall, again, like, I don't think, I don't find the digging game fun. I did get a complaint that somebody is getting too many boxes, but I don't know what the boxes are. The boxes are the statues. Yeah. Oh, oh, FYI, oh. there's a code to get shiny statues. Hey, don't spoil the next news article. Ooh. How dare you? Get ahead. That's called a segue, because we can move past this. Hey, go to the website and read about it. Yeah, they, they, they put TMs in the, in the zones, and they... I don't... You can, only get, you can only get it once. These things aren't going to spawn again. So, for example, in the eastern western zone, you get Shockwave, Bolt Seed, Calm Mine, Sandstorm, Swagger. Central zone, you can get Deep Sea Scale... Dragon Pulse, Nugget, Northern Zone has Scald. What's the good zone here? Um, Northwestern Zone has Leftovers. There you go. And has the Lucky Egg. They left it off here, but you can get it in there. Oh, that's what I was looking for, the Lucky Egg. But yeah, they, they forgot to list the Lucky Egg. I mean, they're all, they all have good things in them. And since this is a good place to catch Pokemon that aren't on the surface necessarily, or... Are, they're easier to see. Uh, it. I like the underground because it does feel a bit like the wild area, and I can see things, and I can choose if I'm going to run into them. Although sometimes they choose for you because they'll just turn and come, come at you, running at you, yep. right? Because they're going to wreck your house. They do say the hideaways are home to 200 different Pokemon species, um, but some will only appear once you acquire the national decks. Um, and then they're broken down into different biomes. So you have Spacious Cave, you have Grassland Cave and Sunlit Cavern, you have Fro- Fountain Spring Cave, you have Rocky Cave and Big Buff Cavern, Volcanic mm-hmm. Caves, Swampy Cave and Bog Sunk Cavern, Dazzling Caves and Star Glem Cavern, Whiteout Caves, I don't think I've seen a Whiteout Cave, Icy Caves and Glacier Cavern, and then Riverbank Caves and Stillwater Cavern. And then you have the Sand Seer Caves and Typhlo Cavern. Uh, wild Pokemon aren't the only ones to gather beneath the Sinnoh surface. You will also encounter vendors, healers, and other friendly faces in the network of tunnels. Uh, at least one vendor can found in each zone, but their stock, which changes daily, will be the same no matter what zone you visit. Instead of money, these vendors use spheres... Um, of various colors, size, and currency, vendors can give you items in exchange for your spheres. They can also give you spheres in exchange for any unwanted items you've dug up. Can I sell my 14 Lucario statues? 
Some vendors in will deal in small spheres, other vendors will deal in large spheres, but they both offer daily selection of pedestals, TMs. Small sphere vendors will also sell digger drills if you want to move your secret base. Uh, this article also talks in depth about Spirit Tomb. Um, a change Take this, from, don't say a word. A change from the original Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, both, hu both human players and NPCs counted towards the 32 encounters needed. If you are unable to explore the Grand Underground with other players through your Nintendo Switch online system, don't worry. You can still meet your quota by adding NPC interactions to your grand total. That was a question before, so just wanted to clear that up. And then I won't spoil the rest of Spirit Tomb, but I know that was a huge question of like, do I have to talk to real people or can I just talk to the NPCs? You can just talk to the NPCs. There's a staggering variety of treasures hidden in the tunnel walls. Uh, most often you'll find spheres. They come in five varieties, red, blue, green, pale, and prism. Each come in large and small size, with larger ones being more valuable. You can trade your spheres throughout vendors of the Ground Underground. The second most common item you'll find are stone boxes, which can be opened to reveal Pokemon statues that you can use to decorate your secret base. Boxes come in a few different varieties. The prettier the box, the rarer the statue. Rare statues obtained from the gorgeous stone boxes come in the most lustrous texture and impact a strong effect on your secret base. The most exciting treasures you can find are Pokemon fossils, which can be taken to the mining museum in Orberg to turn into Pokemon. Fossils can be found per game. Skull fossil is in Brilliant Diamond, and Armor fossil is in Shining Pearl. But after you receive the National decks, you can dig up Helix, Dome, Old Amber, Root fossil, Claw fossil. And finally, there is a wide access of Evolution Stones, and also, you can get the power-boosting held items plates. Uh, shards can be found in four different colors. You can trade 10 shards of the same color to an NPC on Route 212 for um, TMs containing weather-changing moves. There's a whole list of what you can exchange for shards here. Yeah. The Underground Man nice. will walk you through a process of creating your secret base with it using the Digger Drill. Uh, base it, you're, you can start decorating your secret base with the statues you found digging up from the stone boxes. Select the glowing orb at the entrance to choose to arrange your statues. As you decorate your secret base, you will notice the orb of the entrance change color to reflect what Pokemon type is most prevalent among the statues you have set up. If you check the effect of those statues, you'll see the boosted appearance of the rate of the wild Pokemon of the same type you'll encounter in hideaways. The more statues of a single Pokemon type, the greater the boost will be. Rare statues found in the fancier stone boxes will boost this appearance rate even higher. You can also expand your secret base. The first expansion will be 60 small red, 60 small blue, 60 small green, uh, 30 small prism, and 30 small pale. And then you can expand it one more time with the large ones. And then finally... You can explore the Grand Underground with seven other players to set up a multiplayer session. Use the Explorer Kit, whether you would like to use your Nintendo Switch local or you're um, connected to the internet. If you want to play in a private session, you can uh, set up and share an eight-digit link code. Once you're in a multiplayer together, your friends can help you dig each other's treasure treasures, lend a hand to approach somebody who's currently digging, then press the A button in front of the twinkling spot to the wall to help that player. When you're helping somebody else dig, 
Uh, you can advance their wall without cracking the top of their screen, increasing the chance of safely um, digging up the treasure. You will also have a higher chance of digging up rare items during a multiplayer session, which I don't think I've heard from anyone before. Mm -mm. You can also collect glossy stones while exploring the Grand Underground with other players. If you see a Diglett or Doug Trio in the tunnel, approach it to find a glossy stone on the ground. If you collect enough glossy stones, you'll trigger a period period of bonus time. Not only does bonus not only does the bonus boost your odds of finding rare items from fossil digging, it also raises the appearance rate of rare or shiny Pokemon inside of hideaways. So this is our first official article where they have been mentioned the increase of shiny Pokemon. And from what I understand, it doesn't. They aren't shiny in the overworld. You do have to run into them, right? Yes, correct. It sounds like it is a plus one to your roll, according to data miners. So, as all, I've, I've said this multiple times this week, say it again for the podcast listeners. There has not been a single instance in the last 10 years of the data miners being right the very first week the game came out. <laughs> yeah. Case in point with Sword and Shield. It was two full years before we figured out how brilliant Pokemon actually worked. Let's Go was like two weeks. Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon was like a month. It was like almost a year for DexNav. Because for whatever reason, people didn't believe DexNav and Auras. So even though they said that, they said what they said this week. And they're saying that instead of one in 4,000 during your bonus time in the underground, it is two in 4,000. Which isn't that great. Bonus time only lasts five minutes when you're playing with friends. I would still be cautiously optimistic or just be open to that number probably changing if more information is found. But maybe not. Maybe this is the game they were right the first time. Completely possible. Possible. Mm -hmm. Their track record has said differently. (laughs) But who knows? You would think with Pokemon game after Pokemon game, they would have gotten better at this. And boy, Sword and Shield was a hot mess of getting that information wrong. Yeah, I think the underground is a good substitute to the wild area that isn't just the wild area. I think my biggest problem with the underground is the movement. Like walking through one of these caverns or caves and just feeling like I'm getting stuck on everything. Are you using D-pad or Joy-Con? Oh, no. uh, I only play with the D-pad. What? Yeah. It's a grid-based game. <laughs> D-pad works. D-pad, hold down B, run. Easy enough. Well, we didn't get your... What? What is your... I don't know how much of Sincerely Sinnoh you listen to. Very none. Very none. Okay. Greg and I did complain about the movement in this game, but in specifically the D-pad feeling sluggish. But you're only D-pad, eh? I uh, no D-pad B is makes you run. Yeah, yeah, I know it makes you run. Yes, <laughs> not D-pad A. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Canadian. Um, yeah, I, I have have had zero problems using the D-pad. I, I this gets me where I need to be, and stops me from accidentally walking through doors that I did not intend on walking through, which is a problem I was having with the joy joystick. How are you feeling overall about Diamond Pearl? Where are you at right now? 
I got to Heart Home. I did a super contest, and now I've gone out of Heart Home on my voyage ever eastward because Fantina didn't show up for work that day. So Yeah, surprise. <laughs> it's like, you were just there. You were just there in front of the contest hall. Yeah, Give me but my then battle. Got a star after and was like, bye. Uh overall I'm I'm in love. I I these I love this game. I'm I'm so happy with it. Yes. I'm thrilled. Greg's trying to process this. No, I I mean I don't know what your predictions were. I didn't have predictions. My my overall is if if I had asked for a translation of a classic Pokemon experience onto the Switch, that is what I got. And that makes me very happy. Did you like Auras? I couldn't remember. I I played the heck out of Auras, absolutely. I did a ton of competitive in, in I, I would say probably the competitive breeding mechanic in Auras was the best of anything we've ever had. So, so good. Yes. yes. I did and a I'm ton so of that. frustrated currently in my current attempts. I, I will what? say it, it's kind of funny to me because the first time I had platinum and I got to Orberg City and it took me so long. And I was like, I actually gave up the first time. The second time I played Platinum, I was only trying to complete my living decks. So I rushed through it and didn't really pay attention to what was going on. So this time, I'm actually paying attention <laughs> to the story. And I really like it. The story is pretty good. I'm having so much. It's, oh, it's like the routes have people on them and distance. And you actually are on an adventure traveling to places. I love it. The routes absolutely definitely have people on them. Yes, I love it. I love it, love it, love it. And I finally re remember Cheryl, and they had that whole cartoon with Cheryl, and <laughs> yeah. everybody was like, who's Cheryl? And it's like, oh, now, uh, this is Cheryl. The popular Pokemon master Cheryl. Yeah. Is she in there? Oh, oh yeah. She's in there. <laughs> she's in there, all right. She's very helpful. Not in Masters. <laughs> Unless yeah, you're trying to catch a Pokemon and she kills it before you get a chance to catch it. Uh, last bit of news here is off Nintendo Life. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl has three mystery codes. Not really off Nintendo Life, but they... Look, they put in a chart. It was easy. Um, so there's the Turtwig, Chimchar, Piplup statues. That will end on May 31st. So you got plenty of time. Uh, that code is BDSP Underground. Um, I posted that on Instagram and Twitter as well. So if you forget this after the recording, just go to my Instagram or Twitter and you'll see it. Um, there is also the Manaphy egg. You do not need a code. You go to choose get via internet. And then there's the platinum style clothing, which again, you go to choose get via internet. Both of those end on February 21st. So you want that Manaphy. You got like three months to get it. And you want... Three statues, which probably aren't that big of a deal. You got till May, so you got plenty of time. I think the statue. I, mean, I guess if you want Fionn too, you need to get the mana fee. Yeah, Fiona is easy to get though, because Fiona can make Fiona as well. Correct. Oh, I should do that. I forgot all about that. The, the I, forgot I, I forgot I had a mana fee. <laughs> yeah, the statue stuff is cool because it makes it seem like they can give more statues or maybe even other stuff in the future. Yeah. So. Uh, what I'm curious about, though, is 
Well, I don't know. This game is incredibly broken, that's for sure. Uh, but I wonder if the underground will have some sort of, like, events that the wild area has. Like, this weekend, mm. there'll be mm. more lick tongues in the caverns versus, you know, the, well, mostly, it's mostly geodudes and gravelers, I feel like, but it's always geodude weekend in Diamond and Pearl. <laughs> I mean, I imagine that since statues can control it, they have ways of of bumping appearances, yeah, in their own game. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do underground event weekends. I just don't know what they would do. Like, I don't know. They could even do I don't a know weekend where more diglets are spawning. Because I actually feel like yeah. the diglets are. Like, I don't know how they decide how they do Max Raid Battle Weekend, so I have no clue what they're going to do for Underground Weekends. It's like, National see- Whale Weekend, Greg. Let's increase <laughs> the, only, the Whale Lords. The only question I would have on that is that works in Sword and Shield because they have that section where it's like update the wild area weather report, and that's what kind of updates your Max Raids and everything. If there's nothing like that for Diamond and Pearl that you would go to as part of the menu, then you're not going to be downloading updated. It does ask you every time before you go in, though, like how you want to connect. True. So if you're you're saying, I want to connect via local or online, and then when you say online, you say random link code or... What's the third one? Like, it's with a link code, with open internet, something else. I think it's with a group. Which the group group thing is really weird, because you can only add people to your group locally... So, like, you can go to, you can talk to the guy in Jubilife, and he'll be like, hey, do you want to make a squad or a group or a clan, whatever oh, they call right, it. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you'll be like, yeah. And then he'll, he'll specifically say, you can only add these people locally, but when you go online and you say, I don't want to do local, I want to do online, one of the options is to play with your group, but you have needed to meet that person locally in order for that to work. Sounds like a safety measure. Yeah. My parents aren't going to let me meet up with strangers. But there's not even a a list of people you're playing with in the underground. I mean, their name comes and goes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, like, if they come in and it's been an hour and you miss them leaving and you look and you're like, well, there's seven other people here. Like, I don't actually know who these seven other people are. I don't know if there's a timeout feature either. I don't know if somebody comes into the underground and they just sit there forever. There's gotta be a timeout feature. Do they get kicked? Yeah. Because you can't kick them. You can't see who's on the list. Your switch is gonna fall asleep. Is what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then you're gonna get kicked. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's wrap up here. We don't need a terribly long show this week. We just put out nine podcasts in a row. So, Greg, give us question of the week. Query me a little. What's the question of the week? Uh, Stuart was the one that sent in the Converse stuff. Tone sent in the Lucario stuff. So thank you for that. Are those both the Irish dudes? I believe so. Ireland representing this week. This is from Wait, Chris. Stop before Al complains. Northern Ireland and regular <laughs> Ireland representing regular this Ireland. week. <laughs> Northern Ireland and and medium Ireland with adjectives that. 
What adjectives should be added to the names of the eventual black and white remakes like Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, Omega Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire? Pitch black, stark white. Uh, I mean, uh, something like like darkest black, brightest white, probably. Something like that. The darkest day? The darkest day. <sighs> Midnight black, noon white. <laughs> noon night, noon day White. Yeah, there you go. Rainbow Midnight black, black, new day white. Prideful white. That, Get it? Because they're like a bunch of colors, and then I, then black and white. It's not sure. always black. <laughs> it's not always white. <laughs> it's not always black. Sometimes it's white. The remakes. <laughs> I don't want black and white remakes. I want... Get, give me a third version. Just do it. I, I, what if the remake is a third version? Yeah, I am curious... Given that there's black and white and black and white two, why would they not do black and white? Th- the only reason they, they would do do black, not and white do black and white three is because people would look at it and be like, "I didn't play one and two. I oh, can't." You didn't need to play look, original black and white to play. We black say and that, white and people jump into Final Fantasy eight eight million and don't care about the others. That's true, but even with Final Fantasy fifteen, a very common question was, "Do I have to play the ones before it?" Yeah, and the easy answer was you type that to Google, and it says no. Yeah, and everybody who's played the game says. No, it's not like it's a hard thing. They could put they could put a sticker on everything. You do not need to play the other ones to understand this story. It could just be black and white again. Super black, super white. Or, Blackest, yeah, I mean, whitest. Yeah, or it could be like Pokemon Gray Chronicles. And then it's <laughs> a third version that's both the uh, first two. To come Can you do that, though? Black and white three, Colrissa's Revenge. There you go. Don't because, need to have like, played the it, other games to understand anything that's happening in Colrus this game. Colrus Black gets us white. I mean, but Colrus is of ambiguous evil. We're not certain whether they're actually evil or not. But yeah, you can't just do, like, it would be hard to do a Black and White Chronicles because in the first one, you start in the southeast of the region, and the second one, you start in the southwest of the region. So in the... The new version, you start in the northwest part. The I start in that terrible That's... desert area. <laughs> <laughs> that desert area is probably the worst part of that game. Which part? Which de- There were two desert areas. That's the problem? <laughs> there was two? <laughs> no. No. What do you mean by two? Well, there, I mean, you walked through the door to the to where the ruins were. Are you talking about the construction area? No, there's area like the construction the... area with like Mandibuzz. Yeah. And Route 4. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like that one's like pretty small though. Those are real good games though. Yeah, correct. Uh, James says, if you could try a food or drink from the Pokemon universe, what would you pick? Rosary tea. Is that a thing? Stelia cone. What do you mean? Is that a thing? Yes, it's a. Th- it was. It was in Galar, wasn't it? Or was it in Sun and Moon? Fr- I think it started in Sun and Moon. It's appeared in other places since then. Yep. I mean, because Sun and Moon did have that big drinking focus. Yes. But yeah, for me, Castelia Cone. Definitely. I love ice cream, so that's easy. Yeah, I also like ice cream a lot. It's funny. There is There are recipes people have put online about how to ma- actually make a quote-unquote rosary tea, <laughs> which is just make hibiscus tea. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. I mean, people, 
Can you drink rose hips, or is that just a pill? You can. From our YouTube. This is from uh, Bleachy. Anyone know what Will is knitting? It's a We've blanket. Been, uh, that was, well, not this week. That, this that, week that's why hat. I asked. Not this week. This it's, week, is you're making me the, the Galarian pun- Ponyta hat. Exactly. Why is it black? So I'm very excited. It's a toque in Canada and the rest of the world and a beanie in the U.S. Black? It's not black. It's blue. It is? Oh, it looks black. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's because somebody promised they'd get me a ring light and uh, still waiting. Well, now you want a ring light. What? I was now, gonna buy one t- two months ago. Yeah, and you're like, I got fifty thousand of them. Just take mine. And has that promise come mm, true? Mm, no. Mm. I don't even think I've seen Will in Minnesota besides the truth. That is a lie. <laughs> I was there when you saw Will. Yeah, that Pokemon was Pokemon Black promises kept, Pokemon White promises. White promises broken. broken. Uh yeah, you can drink. I'm looking up now Rose Hip. Rose hip teas. Look, I'm all over the board. It's right supposed now. to be good for bones. Mm. Pokemon of the week. Mm. All right. I mean, not last week's because you guys were doing your whole chat up thing. I was hunting chat up. So what was uh, is about flying types? We had an error because we said Tornadus is the only mono flying type, but it's not because the two uh, there's some birds that were introduced that are also mono flying type. Um, but of the flying types, there's only two evolution lines and one Pokemon with two alternate forms that have flying as their primary type and either dragon, steel, or water as their secondary type. And only of these, only one maintains the same first and second type before and after evolving. And if you wish to guess this week's Pokemon of the week, you must identify the very first dual type Pokemon to have flying as its primary type. And it's not Cramorant. It's Hoot Hoot. Look, I wrote down Noibat. It was a long time ago. It is Noibat. You yeah, are see? correct. Uh before in in under the wire shuffle icon is incredible. And so is the shiny. Yeah, so the um it's it's the Noibat, Noivern line, uh Corviknight, and Cramorant are the three that have flying as primary. Oh, I didn't know that about Cramorant. Oh, who's a Cramorant fan now? Mm. Neubat, good shiny. Great shiny. Neubat's German name, EFM, is the only Pokemon that uses... FM. 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 Oh, you don't say the E's. Is the only Pokemon name that uses the Latin alphabet and does not start with a capital letter. Originally, Neubat's Pokedex entry uh, on the official... Website was incorrect, showing that it was pure flying type. It is. It has since been fixed. Noibat can seen be seen parallel to Zubat. Both are flying type Pokemon. Both have Infiltrator as an ability. They also share the same base stats, and uh, with their attack and special attack switched around. Noibat's Gen Six, though, right? Yes. Everybody. Every generation's got to have its bat. Mm-hmm. There has, just, has to be an electric mouse, and there always has to be a bat. Most yeah. of them have Zubat as their bat. <laughs> <laughs> Every generation needs a Geodude, specifically Gen 4. Look, I can't complain. I love my Geodude. Well, he's not a Geodude anymore. Is he a Golem? No, because I don't have any friends to trade with, so... Yeah, no one no one in the same state as you plays Pokemon. Yeah, so... It's rough. Yeah, it's hard times, hard times. <laughs> 
Are you ready for this week's Pokemon? <laughs> I was born yeah. ready. All right. This Pokemon, which was the only one of its type introduced in Johto and whose evolution was not seen until Sinnoh, appears to have hair that either looks like a brush dipped in paint or frosted tips. It is equally likely to be male or female, although there are no gender-based differences in its appearance. Easy money. Easy. All right. We'll be back next week. Um, I'll still be streaming Diamond and Pearl um, this week on Twitch. If you want to come by, I've done some radar successfully. I can give you the hot tips for radar, which is don't even think about it. <laughs> just just do a patch of grass. It's fine. We'll be doing underground stuff. Um, you can try to complete the Pokedex to get the shiny charm. So that's that's the plan this week. We're like two months away from Arceus, which is real weird to think about. Uh, but yeah, it's exciting. I'm excited. I'm super excited for all of this. I'm having so much fun. So much Pokemon fun. But uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end. Uh, if you want to follow on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. If you're on YouTube, hit the like button, the subscribe button, that kind of stuff. But P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T on all those platforms. Greg is at White Wing on Twitter. Will is at Washing the Sink. I am at Dragging a Lake. Said this on the mini series. Say it again. We'd love to hear your feedback. Except Will, he'll ban you. Um, that is not true. And now people true. are like all concerned and everything. And they're like, I can't talk to you on Twitter because you're going to block me. That's <laughs> not true. Just don't bring up Oreos. Easy, easy, done. <laughs> We're also running a uh, Patreon promotion where if anyone new or current signs up at the $5 level for Patreon, you will get the second mini album of break music that Nick is uh, working on that should be available in December. You have until, like, I believe, December 9th to sign up. Um, it is the end of the month, so maybe just wait till the 1st so you don't get double-charged. Um, but uh, you get the... I think it's going to be seven songs. So what was recently? The Merma- the the Under the Water song? Underwater Christmas. Underwater Christmas Underwater is one Christmas. of the seven, Thanks. yeah. And then whatever ones came before. We'll have to look at the track list, and I'll definitely post it on, on the Patreon update. But that's for anyone who's already at $5. Or anyone who signs up at $5. You'll get that in December. Um, so if you're still at the $2 level, you can upgrade. If you're not for if you're not signed up for Patreon, now's a great time. Because you'll get into the Slack. And you'll get the bonus podcasts. Get two bonus podcasts a month. Um, so that's patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. Or you can just go to ISE.cash. Or you can look at the show notes and there's a link. So that's all taken care of. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are... Super effective. Super sincerely, Sinnoh. it <laughs> do you really mm. kinda we had we had special times in that obvious i wasn't invited this podcast is supported by patreon if you would like to support it's super effective you can head over to patreon.com slash p k m n c a s t 
a huge shout out to our Patreon producers, starting with Stephen, Sean, Matthew, Bovine, Kay, Jessica, Jacob, Brian, Evan, Ryan, Patrick, Nate, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Gray, Dylan, Carlos, Alvaro, and a shout out to our executive producers of Steph, Spencer, Courtney, and Brady. Thank you so much for your support. It is greatly appreciated. And we couldn't do the show without you guys. Thank you again, and we will see you next week.